In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Betches Media presents Donald Trump with a, a stain on our country. I am someone's daughter, too. That's what I'm so help me God. Congratulations, Mr. President. The Betches Sup Podcast. Mr. Vice President, I'm speaking. Hello, I'm Amanda Duberman. I'm Elise Morales. I'm Sammy Sage. And this is the Betches Sup Podcast, where C-SPAN meets the group chat to help you process and laugh at the biggest topics in U.S. news and politics. Listeners don't know this, but we're a little disoriented right now because of a, a little platform switch up. It's fun yeah, now. We are, we are not on Zoom as we usually are. We are on a new platform, and it's just, everyone seems much closer to me. Like, yes. you're, you're all oh, like right it is. here. It's just slightly different enough from Zoom that it's like when you try to type on someone else's computer and you're kind of like clunky and like, yeah, oh right. no. It's just like that. We it look really like is. we're just, um, but I kind of like it because it's like we're not in a Zoom meeting with each other. It looks like we're in like an Instagram live with each other. It does. Yeah. It does. It yeah. looks more um, just real. So let us know if it changes the energy, if we have more <laughs> of an Instagram live energy. <gasps> true, true. I will say when I heard we were not using Zoom, I was like, oh my God, so I'm going to be interrupting them every second because I'm not going to be able to tell who's going to talk next. But oh, no, alas, no, no. Oh, we have video yes, on this too. Yes, I yes. was like, who can film a podcast when you're just on the phone? Like that is not an it doesn't, for It me. does not work that well. It does yeah. not work. You can't tell when people finish. It's a nightmare. So we'll right. get into topics that the listeners can actually relate to now. <laughs> yeah. So today we're going to check in on the turmoil among Republicans in Congress and how Donald Trump is orchestrating their every move. We'll also break down a Facebook Oversight Board's decision to maintain a ban on Trump for another six months and what might happen then. We're also briefly going to discuss the audit in Arizona you've probably heard of and wrap up with a Mother's Day edition of Would You Rather. Did you guys peek at the Would You Rather yet? No. No. So I'm oh, going to be totally surprised. I, I don't, I want to, you know, I like to go in fresh. Me too. That's good. I mean, you guys if are I just can. so good at improv. <laughs> All that well, improv I training. I spent a lot of money learning. I've never so. done improv training. <gasps> uh, <sighs> I mean, daily podcasts are almost there. So yeah. speaking of Mother's Day, when it comes to making decisions about Trump, Facebook has pulled a go ask mom. Yesterday, an oversight board for the company announced that the former president would remain banned from its platforms for at least the next six months. This decision was made by the board Facebook put together to make these sorts of content moderation calls. It includes 20 impressive sounding people who are supposed to be experts on this from human rights lawyers and former prime ministers. They aren't necessarily making strictly moral judgments about things, but whether Facebook is following its own rules. And they determined that the ban placed on Trump after the January 6th insurrection was appropriate. But they didn't stop there. They're a little peeved. They said they don't love that Facebook just put a blanket ban on him. They say Facebook needs to reassess this every six months to determine if the suspension is warranted, or they need to just make a determination to suspend him permanently, which is what Twitter's done, right? 
Right. Yeah, he's permanently removed from Twitter. Oh, say it again. (laughs) (laughs) It's a sex. Totally. I don't really understand how they, what are they reassessing every six months? Like, he's not on the platform. If he still poses a threat of violence, I guess. Okay, so so they're going to be evaluating his from the desk of Donald Trump blog and being like, oh, he still seems pissed. We shouldn't let him Potentially, that's a good point. I I wonder if, because I think that's what this board said is like, you you banned him based on, because it's like, you can't really just look at it like, is this person pose a threat in general? Like with Facebook, I think they prefer to have a particular post and say that post posed a danger and needs to be removed. And then that gets escalated, I guess, to you can no longer be on the platform. But really what it is, is they just pressed a pause button. Right. Yeah. But I, I feel like I have the same question as you, Sammy, like what is the criteria for keeping him on or off in this every six month reassessment? Like that's what Facebook needs to decide. If he apologizes, like, are they going (laughs) to let him back? If he's like, actually I lost, are they going to let him back? And then that, I mean, this whole thing has such strong energy of like you were saying, go ask mom. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, when like you ask your mom something in front of a friend so that it will change her decision. <laughs> like <laughs> this has strong energy of that. That is totally it. They were actually like annoyed with this decision because this just puts them in a position where they will have to make a call. This this board, which works for them, they were like, you should have made this. And they explicitly said that Facebook is avoiding their responsibilities by not doing it. And that Facebook needs to needs to take responsibility for the power that it has and make a call. I feel like the internet has been demonstrably safer without him on it. Like there are all these reports that show, I I think a lot of these were about Twitter specifically, but that show that like misinformation dropped. I know that like the general chaos of his communications not being part of the discourse since January 6th has I think been very helpful. Um, and so it's just, it's just funny. Like what, what would they want to see from him that would negate that or make him seem not dangerous anymore? Right. Like he's the same guy. If anything, if you read his statements, they're getting even like, yeah, I don't know. His editor must've quit or something. They are just like not indicative of someone. It's like giving grandma back her keys after you took them away. Why would Mm -hmm. you like, she didn't get younger. <laughs> she has not demonstrated that she's any better at driving. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, if you're not yeah. safe to be on the internet, it's not safe for you to be on the internet. Uh, yeah, at all. right. Like unless you go through some sort of clear rehabilitation, like or <laughs> he's done none of that. Like, right. it's like there's no reason to believe he still has not conceded the election, even though he's no longer the president. I think maybe that's the what they based the decision party, off of, yeah. The Republican Party is, like, firing Liz Cheney, and I think we're going to get to that, because, or they're trying to fire Liz Cheney because she did not agree that he lost the because she did not say that he won the election. So, to me, the danger is just as bad as ever. It's just, like, literally Facebook has the on and off switch, which mm-hmm. is a problem in and of itself. Yeah, and I, I, I was just reading that Trump himself sees getting back on Facebook as like integral to any potential 2024 run if he was going to do that. Yeah, it 100% is. So he like, he wants back on Facebook bad. Yeah. That should be enough of a reason not to do it. I know. It's like, don't trust that. 
If right. he wants something that badly, it should not. It, it's always bad. <laughs> well, that's what sort of that's what I think is the most important thing to take about this story. But most people are ignoring it. That how integral him being on Facebook is to a 2024 reelection. Like this decision by the Facebook Oversight Board should not be changing the course of American history, but it actually is. Mm-hmm. And I and I think people are a little bit in denial of how important this decision is. But it really does determine the course of the next three to four years, maybe eight years, like to keep him on or off. Yeah. And nobody um, wants to make this decision. Like Facebook would much rather every six months this advisory board or oversight board say, yeah, we think you shouldn't. So that Facebook can say, we didn't make this call. We're just listening to what the experts say. But these experts were like, and it's interesting because the critics of Facebook sort of have the same point of view as Facebook on this, which is that. It's too powerful. Facebook is trying to say, they're trying to skirt responsibility and say, we are too powerful to decide what should be on the internet. Nobody should have that right. Right. But it's like the jig is up, man. It's up. I would love a few more details on who picks the Facebook oversight board. I know it has been, it was originally picked. Oh, it's Mark fucking Zuckerberg. I think it's (laughs) handpicked. Right. But are they paid? Like, what is their compensation for this? Right. Like, like how I wouldn't do that job for free. (laughs) Right. So I'm curious a little bit about that. Maybe we can go into that in a future episode, like Mm -hmm. how that is all um, set up. It's also like, I'm just sick of Facebook always does this. They're like, oops, we're too powerful. Oh no. We let the genocide happen. Yeah. Like, Oh no, it's not our fault. We're so popular. Like it's It's like, like, no, you're popular because you have chosen over the past 10 years to steal the format and basically like the, to basically imitate every possible imitate or buy every possible competitor so that no one can really function in the world unless they're on your fucking platform, which yeah. to me sounds like a monopoly. But uh, like, I mean, well, there's a reason the Betchisup does not have a Facebook. It's always fun to explain to a new employee, like, okay, so what's the state of the Facebook? And I'm like, well, yeah, <laughs> I made a decision like five years ago. We're not going to be on Facebook. But and what's then we crazy just don't have is it. that like, especially this week, but like, we are on Instagram. They won't let it, Facebook will not let us put up any ad. We've been trying to get an ad to, pub, you know, publicize our newsletter all week. We, we try to joke about Biden's cat. We try to joke about the vaccine, which I guess is fine. <laughs> but like we literally cannot anything with election, politics, Biden, anything that is anywhere near that they will not take. And it's just wild that they're like, Trump can probably come back in six months. So he is, of course, furious about this. Yesterday, he timed timed the launch of his own personal Twitter platform. It's called The Desk of Donald J. Trump. Have you guys checked it out? I looked at it for like one second. It looks like a blog from 1999. It looks like a fucking live journal. It does. And it is his live journal. It is. Like in many ways. It is a live journal. You're right. It, it's Trump's live journal. It's just journal. a blog where it's his it's his quote unquote tweets. Trump learning HTML code to like make his his desk of Donald J. Trump page look cool. Yeah. So he he can add <laughs> glittering letters and stuff. He adds those like he adds those like figurines. You know the ones on the top. dolls that oh, you can make wear like so little low swung pants. It's like they're all Ivanka. Like uh, like those dolls were all Ivanka though in yeah. a way. Yeah, they were. I definitely used those to like catfish when I was like 11. <laughs> just like, oh, were you catfish? Oh, uh, you know, you would just like go into the chat rooms like me and my friend 
Um, my my best friend in middle school, her name was Barbara, which didn't seem funny at the time, but now when I think about it, it's like just so funny that my 11-year-old best friend's name is Barbara. But yeah, we would just like go in the chat rooms and be like, I'm 21, my name's Jade, and just like find guys to talk to. You guys Always didn't do that. named Jade. Always I was, named like, Jade. I was, I was busy like trying to like, I was busy like watching like boys from my school go in and out on AIM. <laughs> Well, yes to that. I also, I did some light catfishing and I remember I used a picture from the Delia's online (laughs) catalog that's like obviously a stock model photo wearing like a beanie. So I don't know. (laughs) I'm sure you pulled it off. But I also, um, I did crash my home computer because I downloaded so many of those little dolls and they were all like glittering and moving and it just like crashed the computer. Oh, my, and my dad was like, who downloaded a thousand little gifts of like dancing, like weird, like brats looking women. And I was just like, I don't know. I don't know how the computer. That's so <laughs> who weird. Did that? Yeah. Crazy. The computer came with that. I think <laughs> <laughs> those were really the original gifts. I think. Yes, they were definitely the first time mm-hmm. I used gifts for we've been memeing since the beginning. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Hey, American Fever Dream listeners. I'm here to tell you that there is no reason to panic the next time you're searching for the perfect gift because now you can use gift mode on Etsy. Gift Mode on Etsy is here to take the stress out of gifting so you can find the perfect item for anyone for any occasion. And it's easy. You just tap or click Gift Mode in your Etsy app or Etsy.com and then answer a few questions about who you're shopping for and what they like. And Gift Mode instantly gives you a curated gift idea list based on hundreds of personas. Now it is simple to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life. So whether you need a Mother's Day gift for the quilter or a birthday present for the vintage hunter, there is something for everyone on Etsy. Some of my favorite things to do are go to Etsy gift mode and then search absurd things like what kind of gifts do you have with Walter Cronkite on them? What kind of gifts do you have for dachshund owners? There's jewelry, ceramic, toys, board games, all kinds of fun stuff. A gifting moment is always right around the corner, whether it's a birthday, an anniversary, a holiday, or even just a day to say thank you. Gift mode on Etsy has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try gift mode on Etsy now. Today's episode of American Fever Dream is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you. It's Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription rental service, and for just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles. They also have inclusive sizing up to 5X, as well as petite and maternity. You get fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning and newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. This is the best. You just put it back in your box, send it out, and before you know it, you've got your next one. And you always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. I bought the Rachel Antonoff pasta puffer from them. I was obsessed with it, like everybody who tries it is, and it was completely sold out everywhere else. So I felt like I really, really had an in there. So thank you, Newly. Newly is an amazing value at $98 a month for any six styles. And right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code FeverDream20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's newly with two U's and enter the code FeverDream20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, newly with two U's with code FeverDream20. Newly subscription clothing rental, change your clothes. 
So as a result of Trump, Republicans are moving to remove Liz Cheney from her leadership positions again, because she is saying the election wasn't stolen again. I feel like we just went through all this. What has changed? Nothing has changed here. It's just the same shit. The last time they had a vote of no confidence and she came through, Victoria, she kept her leadership position. Here we are three months later. What's changed? Honestly, I actually think nothing has changed, but but that's the problem because the Republican Party has chosen essentially which direction they're going to go. And that decision has become final um, Mm -hmm. through their continuing actions. So I guess it's like nothing has changed, but it has been revealed. Yeah, they were like, okay, there was an insurrection. Maybe we won't have to go along with him for that much longer. And then a couple months have passed and it's like, oh, no, he still controls the party. We're going to let him do that. Right. Like this tiny man in his like fucking Florida club. We we were saying this yesterday, like the 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 pictures that the party like will post with him. He gets visitors. He gets visitors and it has such a strong like mom visiting grandpa at the nursing home energy and then posting like his status on Facebook. Like, oh, yeah. he's made so many new friends. They play Mahjong. Like, he yeah. has that strong vibe of it. Because he can't like, post for himself. Because he can't post. Like, so it's like great to visit like Nana whatever. <laughs> like, <laughs> Nana Barbara. He always <laughs> looks old as hell. But you know what's weird? He, he looks, looks happy. He looks so, happy dude, at dinner. stay where you are. He looks like he's having... A ball, a complete ball. But yeah, he's started, I think it's also bubbling up because he's been talking about it again. He is continuing to use language that implies he's the rightful president. I mean, yeah, the words on this, this Twitter, this faux Twitter are out of control. They are no less intense and incendiary than what he said, you know, on January 6th. She, on the other hand, has doubled down. Like, I think people hope this would go away from Trump and Cheney, but she has had no problem continuing to say, no, this is wrong. The election was not stolen, especially because people have got, I mean, Matt Gates went to her own state and campaigned against her. She does have a primary challenger. So while campaigning in Wyoming, she has been doubling down on this. I know. And Matt Gates usually only goes across state lines for young women. Oh, but- shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, that was funny. It's just uh, true. Maybe, so. maybe he was just—he was like, "I'm just in town, so I might as well." He's in Wyoming. <laughs> yeah. yeah, might as well. She dared to warmly greet uh, President Biden at the joint address, and she's just like refused to offer a, a. I guess everyone's just randomly hoping she'll just come out and apologize, but she's sort of the lone. Her Adam Kinzinger, mildly Mitt Romney, are the only ones speaking out about this. What's also different this time is that it appears that Liz Cheney now does not have the support of House Majority, or excuse me, House Minority Leader Mm. Kevin McCarthy. He was supportive of her last time, actually. After the insurrection, he did say Donald Trump was responsible for this. Now he is singing a different tune. He's been to Mar-a-Lago now. He's been to the nursing home. He apparently talked to Trump on the phone twice this week. So Trump is literally controlling Congress, like they're puppeteers. So Kevin McCarthy has been going on Fox News and throughout con- throughout Congress disparaging her, but Axos even obtained some audio of McCarthy on a hot mic right before his Fox News interview. Let's listen. I think she's got real problems. I, 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 I've had it with, I've had it with, it's, you know, I, I've lost confidence. So there's Kevin McCarthy saying he has had it with her. What a nuisance. Had it with her. You know what's funny about this? 
I feel like we're getting our first example of white women privileged entitlement being used for the good (laughs) because she's Dick Cheney's daughter and she's probably like, you're going to fucking tell me that my part like like she probably feels a sense of like, this is my party. Like, yeah, she's like, I've done so much evil for you. And you're yeah. going to tell me you're going to take my job away? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she wrote an op-ed in the Washington Post where she like three times mentioned 9-11. The Jeff it's like, Bezos man, Washington not, Post. This is not real. We know that your dad started a war because of 9-11. We are aware. Tam, do you, your dad started a war tangentially related, sort of. <laughs> It's like your creds. You have the cred. We know your dad started a pointless war. She's like, this was bad, just like 9-11. Remember that? Right, right, yeah. But again, it's like the people who got most like caught up about the terrorism, like Islamic terrorism, and wanted to kind of just like blame any any country in the Middle East that they could. These people have become the biggest domestic terrorist threat, which is just so ironic is that like – the uh not the student has become the master but the, mm-hmm. that vibe yeah yeah i mean i was yeah. like i really do think that all of this stuff with cheney does come down to what sammy was saying which is just that like the republican party has decided they've decided they're that they're on the trump train they also i think they were waiting to see if there would be any consequences for them which there weren't and there were actually only really consequences for liz cheney and mitt romney <laughs> Got yeah. food, and they yelled communist at him so. <laughs> communist with all the houses that he can't even communist. like he makes a joke about like which house Ugh, yeah. com- famous communist Mitt Romney he and Adam Kinzinger are the only ones so far that have uh that have um reached or said anything in support of her the lone one so when will this I know it's really pathetic when will this – I actually even heard that it's people that did vote for impeachment are like, okay, enough. Can she stop? Like, it's enough. So they just wanted their one principle. Can day. he stop? Right. Can even Facebook stop? is like, no, it's not over. It's yeah. not over. He's still dangerous. So when will this happen? What's the timeline? Also, it's 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 a weird conversation because it's like Liz Cheney not being in the House Leadership Conference for Republicans. Like, I, it doesn't affect our lives at all. But we're talking about it. It's a, it's a big deal. There could be another vote of no confidence next week because these women, women are interchangeable to these clowns. Uh, so the plan is just yeah. to replace Cheney and the conference with New York representative Elise Stefanik, not to be confused, of course, with noted New York comedian Elise Morales. <laughs> Thank you. It's very, um, you know, there's Elise isn't like a rare name, but it's not a common one either. And so it's really sad to have one. There are a lot of on, spellings. Well, yeah, there's no consensus in the community about how we're spelling Elise. Zero. <laughs> Zero consensus. <laughs> Every, I think my spelling with the A is one of the least used spellings. Oh, totally. E-L-Y. E-L-Y, E-L-Y is very E-L-Y. popular. E-L-Y is very popular. And I've seen an A-L-Y. So there's really there's seen no E-L-Y consensus. Too, yes. There's no consensus as there's to no consensus. what the, the spelling situation. But uh, Elise, Elise, the other Elise... She should be Elise. Yes. Yeah. Elise. Um, Elise. Very <laughs> lean into the E super hard. Elise. So you remember her from Trump's first impeachment when she was an effective defender. And when I say effective, I mean in terms of her party's reception, she was good. I think even if you were somebody who was watching who's not a political observer, you would watch her and think – She's the only one that's kind of making sense or making a compelling case. I don't know if it was what she said or how she did it. 
she became sort of a darling immediately. She is continuing to use this rhetoric that it's a stolen election. She was on Steve Bannon's show this morning saying that she supports the audit in Arizona, which we'll talk about in a second. That that shit is that shit is terrifying. But like I said, I don't know what her in there, how that would impact our lives, but she really wants it. They're just going to swap her out for another white lady. But I was thinking it's like six months ago tomorrow will be six months since November 7th. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I was like, we did it, Joe. So excited. And then this morning I was like, well, I really hope a literal warmonger stays on the House Republican Leadership Conference. <laughs> right. It, what's interesting to me about Elise Stefanik, she's very sneaky because she was originally a moderate. And she was in, like, there's some moderate caucus, and she was, like, in charge of it or mm-hmm. whatever. But she sees what way the wind is blowing, and she saw the best way to become a rising star in her party is to become Trump girl, and now she's all in. So that's, like, that's so gross to me because you know that she knows. She does know better, I think. Like, that you know that she knows what she's doing 100%. Like, she's not cuckoo crazy like marjorie taylor green or lauren bobert who like they're both extremely dangerous but i also think that they're a bit removed from reality yeah like they're delusional (laughs) they genuinely believe that that trump won Elise Stefanik has strong lady mitch mcconnell vibes because he pulled this too and that makes her a more evil person than a Bobert or a Marjorie Taylor Greene who, like you said, they're disconnected from reality. Yeah. It's a different – it's it's an evil, but it is a different evil. Right. These people are connected to reality, and they have yeah. chosen to hold up the alternative reality that they that they know is For not self-interest. Real. For self-interest. Purely. Of course. Right. The only other names I saw batted around for this I unfortunately did not recognize um, and just were other – other ladies. So that will be next <laughs> week. And I, <laughs> other ladies, I mean, the thing is, is like, I can totally see how there is a world where like the Liz Cheney's and the Adam Kinzinger's really do like take some part of the party with them, but it's not enough. Like Who? I don't see that happening. I, well, I am thinking of like, my friend's Republican's dad, who was, I know aren't terrible people, like the five Republican yes. dads oh. I know who I think oh, like would- real people. Right, yeah, right. I do think they. I do think real they will people. take real people. Right, yeah. right, right. Oh, not I was the, thinking like leadership. Yeah. Right, oh, yeah, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, no one. Yeah, I actually think you're right. Which, if they actually did form some sort of political entity, that would be very advantageous. Which is probably why they're not doing it. <laughs> um, advantageous to progressives and lib- and Democrats. But yeah, no, I think. I mean, hopefully they will like stick by it and continue to try to like peel people off because especially with Trump off social media, like the Matt, like you got to be like really hardcore MAGA in your free time, like perusing boards true, to like still be in this, but yet all their leadership, all their elected re- representatives with the exception of like three of them clearly are. Do you think somebody writes like a newsletter for like con- congressional Republicans? That's like, here's all the crazy shit that was on the forums this day. So you can get up to speed. So they who can would like, stay engaged with them. Who would it be? Do you think? I bet it's somebody who makes, so much money <laughs> off of it and is like living living the life i bet somebody has like a great I'm, tra- I'm trying to think who that would be all right maybe later it's on. definitely just a straight it's definitely just like a like a 21 year old who's doing it to pay off their college 
<laughs> but so the, the the thing about this is that this alternative reality like is still exist and people still believe it. Let's briefly address that audit that I mentioned, which I think shows that official arms of the Republican Party have still not accepted the results of this election and they don't see Joe Biden as the legitimate president. And they are very much still down to coup. This is crazy. Like I was sort of ignoring this story this week and then started reading it. It's very I also upsetting. Try, I also tried to ignore it. But <laughs> I know I, I looked rep- at board, I was I looked at morning announcements this morning because I was like, can I just say it's in there? And I was like, no, we gotta talk about it. I report. I actually the reported it like two weeks ago. Yeah. Um, when they first did it, but like I try, I also was just like, all right, we're gonna pretend like that's over. Right, and it's just been them counting a lot of votes. So yeah, remember Maricopa County, one of the counties that we, if you weren't already familiar with, we got familiar with uh, during election week six months ago now. Arizona's Republican-controlled Senate was able to subpoena the 2.1 million ballots cast there in the 2020 election. And it's now going through them in a truly batshit manner. They're doing an audit. They say they want to find mass voter fraud. Joe Biden won that county by two points, which is 45,000 votes. So they think they're going to put UV lights on 2 million votes and find 45,000, they say, are tainted. They have hired a Florida security company it is called Cyber Ninjas. Cool. <laughs> Cyber Ninja also produces the the forum newsletter for sure. <laughs> to wait, oversee wait. the audit. Wait, wait, wait. Where did the Republican Party get the idea that UV light is going to solve every problem? Doing on forums. Oh yeah, right, it's <laughs> going to solve coronavirus. <laughs> if you just inject the light into you, it's going to solve your voter fraud problems. <laughs> It's gonna, I don't know what else it's gonna, what is UV yeah. light gonna do next? They very attentively watched Room Raiders and they were like, <laughs> you know what? We could be doing a lot more with this UV light. <laughs> what if they're like using it and there's just semen on everything? UV yeah, light. That's, what they, that's what they discover is that all the <laughs> They're like, so there was no voter fraud, but we do have a lot of questions about certain People things that went on. <laughs> In Arizona, we know you guys had some late nights counting, but Jesus. Jesus, God. You know what? That's what I would look at Nevada's. I would see what was going on there. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Remember when Nevada just took like half a day off? Yeah. Like in the middle of the county. Everybody was so mad about it. You know what? That that, like five days was a really intense time of all of our lives. Like sometimes I have like faint nostalgia for it. Wait. Amanda, it is so weird that you're saying that because last night I was thinking, I was like, wow, I really miss those days of the election when I could just pound cookies and have an excuse. <laughs> Elisa's looking at us like, I'll let them have this conversation. I don't yeah. miss it. But then, but then I, that led me to think. Well, and he- I leave all my, like, uh, sometimes I'll go back and look at, like, my, all my reels from, like, those days. And you just see me becoming more and more, like, kind of, like, haggard and, like. <laughs> when you did this, like, personifying the states. But, yes. then I was, but then I was thinking, I was like, I was like, what kind of disordered eating thought is it that I want to go back to those days so that I could, like, so you could binge just eat, eat again? <laughs> like. That yeah. was definitely a five-day period where, yeah, I was a free-for-all. I just did whatever I wanted. But yeah. it was just fun because the whole internet was making funny content about, like, all of the stuff we always look at. I love You know, elections. you have to wonder if they're going to use UV lights to get Trump back on social media. If that would be the next <laughs> yeah. thing they try. For sure. He's doing, like, invisible tweets. And you yeah, you shine a UV light on his tweet that says, like, having a great day at Mar-a-Lago. And it says, like, the election is stolen. Go now. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but it's you have to purchase the UV lights from. You Trump. have to purchase the Trump brand UV Trump light. UV lights. <laughs> right, exactly. It'll also give you a, a, a quick tan, a quick orange mm-hmm. glow if you want. Yeah. So the reason they're even using the UV lights is because of Trump. So QAnon adherents have a theory that Trump intentionally sent in secret watermarked ballots that prove fraud. Yeah. That that just he sent in quietly for them That's to find. Latest. So they are they are doing this like right now. They're pouring over these ballots, two million ballots. They're also weighing them. They're looking for I I to prep for this. Yeah. I read a just Google Vox election Arizona audit, and so they they're job explain. creators, Amanda. They're <laughs> yeah, job exactly. creators. Yeah, they did spend one hundred fifty thousand dollars to do this. I don't know where they got the money. It's probably a lot of volunteers. To be clear, there is no suspicion of voter fraud. Maricopa County already did its own hand recount. There is zero reason to suspect. There are any issues with any substantial amount of votes cast in the 2020 election. That is not us saying this. That is the United States government saying this. That is Department of Homeland Security saying this. that is everybody saying this. So now their theory is that Trump committed voter fraud to prove voter fraud is mm-hmm. is what they're banking on now. Yes. Okay. So, right. yeah, I guess my question is, so Trump sent out the ballots that have a watermark on them and they prove voter fraud because why because the water there's supposed to be fake ballots okay but <laughs> it's like, it doesn't make any sense. I, mean, no that, like, I don't fake, even know how to ask them question. Like, I don't even, Why don't I you just get don't, it, Elise? You're asking a question about something that does not make sense. So you're asking you're asking sense to be made of something that cannot be made. We should have had Elise on today. Jeez. Yeah. But Elise I guess I'm just it. like, but did the people who were filled out the fake ballots know they were fake? Or did they think? They're fake people. It like he invented like ballots, he pretended to be fake people. Yeah. yeah, like he just so made ballots So he up. sent in fake ballots for Joe Biden. Yeah, yeah. To, so that, okay. Yeah. You know what I'm, I get it. You know what, I get it. <laughs> and I believe it. And that's what I think happened. <laughs> A great way to not, like they want to five forty five thousand votes for Joe Biden that were not real. <laughs> Maybe it was the 45,000 fucking fake ones you sent. <laughs> like, I just don't I, understand. Um. <laughs> right, like even the theory has, still has Trump being the voter fraud. <laughs> like it's true, it's true. But this is like getting scary because some of the volunteers include a former Republican lawmaker who lost his seat in that election, who is in there counting. They also have just like these cyber ninjas that are wearing police uniforms. They're not police. They've now been asked, like, you cannot walk around pretending to be law enforcement if you're not. The Justice Department is getting concerned. The cyber ninjas are dressed as police? Some of the cyber ninjas. Cyber ninjas are dressed like police. They're probably not fucking vaccinated. No masks. If I were a cyber ninja, I would want my outfit to reflect that. I would want yeah. sort of like a metallic ninja's outfit to wear. Also, the fact that there's uh, this lawmaker from Arizona, I think, does kind of... Uh, highlight a point which is that some of the people who get elected in local politics are fucking batshit and it's important to do a full exploration into who those people are Uh, because some of the people who get elected just are not Mm -hmm. they they are detached from reality completely and like we're laughing about this this will probably not this will not have an impact on on the Joe Biden will reign president. Like, it's not going to change it. But what they want to do is continue $150,000 for them to continue feeding the big lie is a bargain for them. They bargain. just want to keep making it seem 
like this isn't real, like Biden didn't win. And as long as they're able to like subpoena these ballots because the process allows that and like cause a fuss, they will say. So they're going to keep taking pictures of themselves dressed as cyber ninjas, putting UV lights and weighing, weighing ballots. Great. Great. Yeah, it's it's really, it's really disturbing because it just shows even more that like, the Republican Party, they know that they can't win their argument based on the merits. So they just have decided that the best thing to do is just question the very reality that we stand on. It's what they it's the strategy that worked with them for climate change. And now here they're basically doing it with our election. They're just going to say, no, the the thing that we all know happened or is happening, that's not happening. And so you have to make now the battle is about reality and what's true. And yeah. it's not about actually improving anything or getting this country back on fucking track after a pandemic or, you know, saving the earth or whatever. Like they always just move the battlefield to like, I mean, it's, it's a gaslighting tactic basically, but they make the argument has to be now about what's real and not like how we grow as a society or do anything. No, they're, um, they, I don't even have it. There was a great clip yesterday of just like reporters (laughs) shouting at Joe Biden while he was leading something about the Liz Cheney stuff. And he just goes, he goes, I just don't understand Republicans. (laughs) We should just call our podcast that. that. Yeah. I just don't understand Republicans. I need to to put that in the intro. (laughs) Yeah. He he meant it. I put it on the list. I think he meant it like specifically in that context, but it just hit me. It's like, yeah, don't understand uh, Republicans. So to close out the show, we wanted to play a quick round of Mother's Day, Would You Rather. We had fun playing our Would You Rather with Brian on Earth Day last week. But before, I don't normally do this, but I wanted to recommend to people that they should get the Calm app for their mom for Mother's Day because it's one of the best deals we've ever had on the podcast. Like it goes from like $70 to $40. We have a code for morning announcements. Is it MA or morning So the, the morning announcements one is morning. And does the SUP have its own code? It's just SUP. So whichever okay. you want. So whichever type one you want to do, support either one. Yes. Yeah. But it brings it from, like I said, $70 to $40, which is a huge change. And if you haven't gotten your mom a present yet and you don't have time to send her anything, this is an automatic download. And I'm sure she would love Matthew McConaughey to lull her to sleep. Mm-hmm. Also, like I actually have started like I'm trying to yeah, I'm trying to meditate more. I'm really I'm trying. I hope my therapist heard this um, somehow. <laughs> um I the com app is a great app like yeah, it yeah. really is like it has a lot of different like i can't i now we're I doing think that's an ad what, what's fun free, about i didn't but, realize yeah. until when i downloaded it too is that like it does it looks like its own little universe it's fun right i also like the breathing thing where it's like you look at a circle and it basically tells you like breathe in hold your breath breathe oh, yes. out and it's very therapeutic stuff. so yes yeah. quick gift you but don't we'll play have the game. to send it yes yeah. we'll play the game okay so mother's day would you rather first one would you rather Get stuck hiding from insurrectionists with Elise Stefanik or go quail hunting with Liz Cheney. Dick Cheney is present. So you want to be oh. careful. <laughs> Dick Cheney's loose in the woods. Yeah, do we have, we probably have Gen Z listeners who might not know that Liz or Dick Cheney shot somebody in the face while quail hunting. Yeah. And it was funny right. and the guy actually ended up apologizing to Dick Cheney. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what do we think? What are we doing? Hiding from insurrectionists with Elise Stefanik or going quail hunting with Liz Cheney? I'm going quail hunting because we're going quail hunting with someone who at least semi-respects the concept of democracy. And, um, you know, I have no need for shooting a quail, but uh, I'll shoot into the air, I guess. I like those. uh, I like when they 
throw the things and you just like yeah, it seems fun. It's oh, fun play. on the ground. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Isn't that skeet shooting? Is I think that that's what that skeet is? shooting. Yeah. Quail hunting. You actually have to kill it. Aim where and hit are the, the quails? Like, where do you go? What Wyoming. Um, I I will actually hide from insurrectionists with wow. Stefanik because they're not coming to that office. <laughs> I don't have to worry about shit. I'm safe. They're not looking for they're not looking for th- that Elise, so they're not going to find this Elise. <laughs> Very strategic. Very strategic. <laughs> That's a good good point. That's a good point, Amanda. Oh, I don't. Oh, I never play. Hmm. You have to play. Yeah, definitely Elise Stefanik. I don't like going doing. I don't. I don't really do outdoor stuff. It's not my thing. <laughs> Rather stay inside. Well, I do think there's less chance of contracting COVID out in the quail hunting. That is true. <laughs> that is accurate. Would you rather babysit Ivanka Trump's kids or babysit Amy Coney Barrett's kids? This will be a judgment on the person, not the kids, or how we expect their kids behave. Well, there's okay. fewer Ivanka. There's fewer right. Trump kids. But I imagine the Barrett kids are better behaved. So I, I the girls are not allowed to talk. <laughs> Here's what I think. I think the snacks are more likely to be popping at Amy Coney Barrett's house because those those Catholic houses. I come from a long line of big Catholic families, and the snacks are popping. Really? And yeah, you can't. You're not having a big. Catholic family like that without a pantry full of good snacks. Whereas I feel like Ivanka's snacks. Jewish household snacks are trash. We have triscuits and chocolate chips. I feel like she's like, I give that they have uh, unflavored Oreos in the morning and then a wheatgrass shot. Like I feel like no screen time. Yeah. I feel like it's not fun at Ivanka and Jared's. They don't have stuff that it's going to be boring. You can't use the bathroom. Yeah, they're not, you can't pee, you can't, you gotta leave to pee. (laughs) I think that even though there are more Coney Barrett kids, I feel like they probably have like a swing set in the backyard. I kind of bet they're delightful. They probably have like a fun basement they're running around in. That's just what I think. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with Amanda. They are probably delightful. And for that reason, I guess I'd pick them, even though I was leaning hard toward Ivanka and her oldest daughter can teach me Mandarin. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Okay. This is another hard one. Do a debate prep with Nikki Haley or go to a stand-up show with Susan Collins. Is she the performer or is she the No, she's the your companion. Yeah. Did she choose the performer? <laughs> Yeah, she was like, Elise, do you want to come with me? I really like this performer. Okay. Okay. I'm trying to even think of what stand-up I think Susan Collins would like. Just because she always looks disappointed. So I don't – I think it would take a lot to amuse her. Like, I would I would go to stand-up because yeah. stand-up is always going to be more fun than debate prep. And Susan Collins is less shitty than Nikki Haley anyway. Yeah, Nikki Haley is too desperate to be president. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like you – like, because the thing is, like, doing the debate prep, you're going to have to, like, actually spend time with Nikki Haley, which is whereas when you go to the show, we're just Nothing. sitting down. Two drinks. Yeah, yep. getting, my, getting my drinks and watching the show. I'd be interested to see what Susan Collins' laugh yeah. sounds like. If stand-up <laughs> is good enough to elicit one from her. I want to clarify also, you're in the front row getting it. Being asked to participate in getting okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Where we're in the front row and the and the person does a lot of crowd work. Okay, yes. yeah. Well, I'd love to see Susan <laughs> Collins just being like, well, uh, <laughs> that'd be 
where'd you get that shirt? And she's just like, Talbots. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yes exactly well that was on my friend joe's houseboat and uh now all right this is a this is a fun one would you rather do a paint and sip with mamala also kamala harris or record a podcast with hillary clinton who like us is a noted female podcaster (laughs) (laughs) paint and sip yeah i'm obviously trying to sip yeah what would you guys paint whatever the class is doing do like your hobby <laughs> so you could do like doug and avi <laughs> that would and be really Danny. cute i would paint kamala and i would oh, be yeah. real i would act weird if she didn't make it her portrait <laughs> <laughs> i'd be like well i made this so i think honestly you're you're both painting kamala harris <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> everyone's just painting kamala including God. kamala <laughs> yeah every that's not what was asked they yes. put out fruit for us to paint, but if Kamala's there, you you gotta paint Kamala. <laughs> you just like keep yeah. quickly looking over at her, like, can you just not move? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Serve Melania Trump breakfast in bed, or go to a Taylor Swift concert with Marsha Blackburn. Marsha Blackburn is the senator from Tennessee that Taylor Swift spoke up again, spoke out against. Originally, I had this as shred her albums, but I was like, that's obviously not what you're gonna do. So, serve Melania Trump bed and breakfast, or or breakfast in bed, or go to a Taylor Swift concert with Marsha Blackburn. Obviously, the concert because I get to see the concert and I get to see Marsha Blackburn suffer. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that. My argument for I do think what would be interesting about serving Melania breakfast in bed is that maybe you could get a read on her and what her situation is. <laughs> like, I would love to just like see her in that sort of like intimate setting, so I could be like, "What's your freaking deal, lady?" <laughs> I can't imagine her lying in bed casually. Yeah. No. Right. Like, how does she sleep? She definitely sleeps with crazy contraptions on her face to keep from aging further. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. Oh, she's totally the type to not sleep on her side. We already know Donald is not there. He's not in the room. He doesn't sure. live in the room. Absolutely not. Yeah. <gasps> uh, finally, spend the day at Balmoral with the Queen or go hiking in Runyon Canyon with Meghan Markle. Balmoral, baby. I'm going to break all the rules. Freak them all out. (laughs) I would go to Runyon. I want the tea for Meg. Yeah. Well, perfect. I think it's great that we diverged on some of these because then we can all get the intel. Intel, yeah. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. See, I chose Balmoral because I want to be an agent of chaos and I want to go and, you know, walk in at the wrong pace and (laughs) sit in the, sit in the chair you're not supposed to sit in. And you did decline the opportunity to go quail hunting with Liz Cheney. So you have some some room in your schedule for additional outdoor activities. I did. I did. (laughs) This was such a fun game, Amanda. (gasps) Good. I know. I love doing these on Thursdays. I'll throw this on the the Instagram as well. Have a happy Mother's Day. I know Mother's Day is different for everybody. It can be complicated. So I hope everybody takes care and does something that makes them happy. Until the end of democracy, I'm Amanda Duberman. I'm Elise Morales. I'm Sammy Sage. And this is the Betches of Podcast. The Betches Sub Podcast is produced by Amanda Duberman, Jorge Morales Pico, and Sean Kilby. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Amanda Duberman. Be sure to follow at Betches underscore SUP on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, and send us your emails to SUPPod at Betches.com. Betches.